as promised, we are rounding out the starting lineup of the dream team of your macronutrients. And so those um, today, what we're going to, what I'm going to be talking about is um, the last two, the two most fluid players, alcohol and water. See what I did there? Alcohol, water, fluids. In any event, what, you know, I said macros were what your body uses for fuel. We don't need alcohol. No, of course not, not to survive. You do not need alcohol, but alcohol is one of the most calorically dense substances, even though it's not um, looked at through the lens of, of a macronutrient. It is in fact um, very calorically dense and it's readily available. And our bodies wanna conserve energy as much as possible, right? We're wired to play the whole game, not play it all out and, you know, wear ourselves out in the first half and then our gas, the second half, right? We're running a marathon, not a sprint. So when alcohol in this is in the game, it immediately takes precedence and everyone else gets sidelined because it's burned as fuel first. Um, there's seven calories per gram in alcohol. Um, and so it has large amounts of bioavailable energy. If you remember carbs and uh, protein are four grams, fats are nine grams. So it's almost as calorically dense as fat. And since it's a toxin, our bodies can't store it. It can store all the other energy. So everything else gets sidelined and our body starts burning that alcohol. Um, and so moderate alcohol consumption is not, it's not, it doesn't have an impact on your fat storage, but moderate alcohol consumption. Um, I, I actually didn't even know this. I feel, uh, I felt uninformed because alcohol or moderate alcohol consumption for men is two drinks and for women is one. So glass of wine, you're a moderate drinker. Um, how many of you say that when you go to your doctor? I mean, I'll, I'll tell on myself. Um, and there are some health benefits associated with some spirits, you know, that we, you, we've all heard about the resveratrol and red wine, et cetera, but moderate alcohol consumption and heavy alcohol consumption is a fine line because if you're a woman and you have two drinks, that's heavy drinking. And for men, it's three. And then you add another drink to that and you're considered a binge drinker, which has all kinds of comorbidity factors associated with not just heavy drinking, but certainly binge drinking, um, increases the risk of obesity, visceral fat. I mean, we've all heard of the beer gut. We know that's true. Um, and so since it plays or since alcohol is burned so quickly and everything else gets sidelined, you're not burning your fat and impacts the lipolysis negatively. And it takes kind of a sneaky route um, on how your body and influencing your body's storage of body fat. So research on frequent heavy drinking, again, two, uh, two for women, three for men, three drinks, um, leads to fat sparing. And so fatty acid oxidation is literally or suppressed so the fats are being spared from being burned. Um, and it also inhibits leptin. I don't know if I've talked, I think I've talked about leptin and ghrelin. Those are your hunger hormones. Leptin says, hey, I'm full. Ghrelin says, hey, I'm hungry. And so it suppresses your full, your satiety hormones. And so you keep thinking you're hungry and you keep eating. Um, and then also lowers your inhibition on food traces. I mean, how many of us have found ourselves through a drive-through at odd hours? Um, 
can you say potato will lay? <laughs> um, so I'm not suggesting abstinence at all. And um, certainly there's a place and time for everything, but just to be aware, um, alcohol is one of the world's most powerful psychoactive drugs, but it's not thought of as a drug because you don't get it from a drug dealer. It's not prescribed by doctors. It's socially acceptable to consume in public. And so just to be cautious, you know, use it with caution and just to be aware if, if fat loss is your goal, you know, you might want to cut back and also what kind you drink, you know, so you've got the alcohol at seven calories per gram, but a vodka tonic and a vodka soda are two entirely different um, substances as far as the, their caloric makeup, right? There's a ton of sugar in a lot of the mixers. So just um, use discretion when you're choosing to imbibe, again, if that less is your goal. And then know your limits. Um, most of us drastically underestimate the quantity that we're drinking. And so you get a glass of wine at a restaurant, and it doesn't look like the glass of wine I pour for myself at home, not even close. So um, eat, drink, be merry. If fat loss is your goal, just uh, use in moderation and make sure um, that you get ample amounts of the fifth and final macronutrient, which is water. Wait, what? Water doesn't have calories? No, it does not have calories. So how can it give you energy? Um, if you think it can't give you energy because it has no calories, that's just looking at um, metabolism through the, just through the lens of calories, rather than what these substances do within our bodies, right? Um, the, uh, water has a metabolic impact on glucagon, HGH, which is the human growth hormone. Those are both your fat loss, two fat loss hormones. Um, it triggers the release of our stored body fat and it increases, your metabolism through water, water induced thermogenesis. And so there's been research that shows if you drink about 17 ounces of water, like within a two minute period, it will temporarily increase your metabolism by about 30%. So you can get a lot of bang for your buck, chugging some water, especially between alcohol, uh, uh, alcoholic beverages um, with your metabolism. And it's, Water is so critical to not just weight loss, but to your over, overall health in general. We all know that we need to drink a lot of water, a lot more water. Um, your body uses pathways built on water to transmit hormones and neurotransmitters throughout your entire body. It's literally sending all of the messages, enabling the communication between all your cells, your tissues, your organs, everything. Um, it is literally the most vital macronutrient that we can, uh, that we consume. Um, so some of the things water is responsible for, um, it, uh, the main maintenance of your DNA, it facilitates reactions in your mitochondria. That's your energy, right? Um, regulates your body temperature, um, makes the synovial fluid for your joints and your discs. It creates your lymph fluid. Uh, it builds fluids for your digestive tracts, your secretions, saliva. So you can break down your food. Um, and then also creates uh, cerebrospinal fluid for our central nervous system. Um, so it being one of the most, the most vital nutrient, a fun fact, um, a lean man, six foot tall, um, has about a su sufficient fat stores to last, to keep its body, your body alive for about 60 days. Um, 
if you're sedentary. So you couldn't necessarily go 60 days and do anything and not eat, but we have that capacity to go extended periods of time with no food. Our bodies can only survive for three days without water. So um, it's no wonder so many Americans are chronically hydrated. Oftentimes, when you think you're hungry, you're just you're really just thirsty. Um, and so when it comes to drinking water, you want to make sure that you're just cognizant about the chemicals that you can consume through tap water. So if you can use a filter, um, we need we need some some minerals too. So you don't want to be drinking distilled water. You know, um, spring water is probably one of the best. I know there's all these like, I don't know, ionized, micronized, all these, I don't know, fancy waters with electrolytes and everything. Um, some of them have calories. So we can be cognizant of that too. Um, you can also add like fruits and vegetables to your water. I like to put you know, lemon, lime, mint, strawberries, um, in my Brita filter in my fridge and, um, tastes like spa water. You're at the spa. Um, and it's really important to drink, to chug it first thing, first thing in the morning, you need water before coffee or anything. You think you need coffee. I know. I think I need coffee. Um, but we are in the morning is when we are the most dehydrated is because, because we've slept all night haven't, haven't consumed any water and our body has been detoxifying, repairing itself. Right. So, um, we have all of this metabolic waste, um, that needs to be flushed out. And so all that resting and repairing you did overnight. And so one of the things that actually I like to do in the mornings is I take about two ounces. Uh, it's like about a quarter cup of lemon juice. And I just use like the organic lemon juice I keep in my fridge. Um, and, put it in a shaker bottle. This one actually still has some in it and um, fill it up with water. And then I put a few drops of stevia in and a little dash of um, cayenne if I'm feeling spicy, which I often am. And I use that to drink my sup or to take my supplements and everything. And it just tastes like a really yummy lemonade. And it's really easy to, to get your, get your water first thing in the morning. So at least 60 ounce, 60 ounces to 30 ounces upon weakening. And it will help, um, the lemon juice also helps detox and um, with your alkaline balance. And so lastly, you also want to carry a water bottle with you at all time. Um, I'm always with this. You guys probably always see me this, with this. You can get these in our swag store too. Shameless plug. Um, and they're awesome. They're about are they by 30 ounces, 20, something like that. There's a lot of water that they hold. And um, then you can know that you're getting enough water. How much is enough water? I get that question a lot. And I always say more than you're drinking. Um, but the kind of a bare minimum at sea level and sedentary is half your body weight in ounces. Um, and then you want to add about 16 ounces for every hour of exercise and about another eight ounces for every 2000 feet of elevation. So simple math. Um, I mean, not so simple because I wrote it down. Uh, if you're 180 pounds, you exercise for an hour. You live at 4,000 feet. That's 90 ounces for half your body weight. Um, add 16 ounces for the hour of exercise and another 16 ounces for the, for 4,000 feet. And you're at 112 ounces. You would need to drink for reference. There's about 128 ounces, I think in a gallon, um, 125, 130, some, somewhere in there. So there you have it. There's your macro dream team. Um, the next 
next time I'm on in two weeks, um, I'm going to be talking about sleep and your metabolism and how it impacts your metabolism and how you can optimize your sleep through your nutrition. Um, it's really interesting. I did, um, I wasn't sleeping for a while. And so I actually dove really deep into this and it's really made a difference for me and my sleep. And, um, and so I'm really excited to bring that to you guys. And if you have questions or topics you want me to cover on supplements, nutrients like vitamin D, vitamin C, magnesium, calcium, um, intermittent fasting, you know, any other series, please shoot them to me. I would love to, um, love to work it in. I could, you know, we could talk for hours and hours on health and nutrition. So that's all I got today. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend.